Welcome back to The Square. I'm your host, Curtis the Fifth. And I'm Curtis the Fourth. We are back talking football. We actually have a football game under our belt this year. Uh, so <laughs> this week, this is, it's football season. I, I got to see guys hit each other. It was fun. <laughs> a little, little bit scary for Chase Claypool after that game. I mean, had that little catch, injury, fall, whatever he injured but it looks like he's fine he's going to be back but just to see football again see live action Micah Parsons was on the field didn't get any Dak Prescott no Ezekiel Elliott no Ben Roethlisberger got a lot of uh Najee Harris so that was a, a little bit of a plus this past week um but nobody cares about either one of those divisions right now we're talking about the AFC West this week and our yeah. continuation of the divisional preview this is this is a show for Curtis Four. For him to <laughs> go ahead and dive into his Blex. his fandom this week, uh, this week. I get mine in a co- couple more weeks. So, yep. uh, <laughs> we'll go ahead and talk about the AFC West. Uh, we'll go ahead and look at uh, some divisional predictions, see where these uh, guys might rank, and th- some of these teams will fall, um, and, and kind of predict some records as well. Always looking at the biggest uh, off season additions and subtractions, and some of the biggest storylines heading into this season. So. We'll go ahead and dive right into that. Um, yeah, let's just start with let's let's look at the bottom of this division um, and work our way up here. Sure. In last place, I think we would agree here on who we have bringing up the rear of this division. I yeah. got I got Denver. Absolutely. Okay. Um, <laughs> with I mean, it was kind of they they had kind of got their hopes up pretty high uh, with uh, the possibility of going after an Aaron Rodgers or a Deshaun Watson or what have you, uh, but neither of those have panned out so far. Doesn't look like anything's going to happen on the Deshaun Watson front this at this time. So for or that, or even further, we even thought there was going to be a possible Justin Fields over there. True. Yeah, oh, yeah. All throughout Don't the draft. About that. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that is definitely. I would have lost the house because I would have put <laughs> everything on the fact that Denver was going to take Justin Fields and it didn't happen. So. Yeah, that, I was definitely shocked by the, the Patrick Sartain pick there. Um, you and the rest of the world. <laughs> I mean, because to, to me, after you pick up a Kyle Fuller, what do you need Patrick Sertain for? <laughs> like, and, you, and what, along with their resignings, yeah, they got just, Justin Simmons back, and 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 uh, they they resigned another safety as well. I mean, like, just the, you you've got a good DB situation for sure. That mm-hmm. I, I did not think that they needed to to sure that up any anyhow, but they they felt the need for it. It's not a bad pick by any means. It's just not not the one I would have chosen. But I. Uh, I am a huge fan of Denver for passing on him. So uh, <laughs> definitely Absolutely. not uh, really concerned there. But to me, you can't really run into the season with Drew Locke. I, th- I mean, obviously, Teddy Bridgewater is there, and, and he's the favorite to get the get the starting nod there. Um, but let's just look at some of their, their additions this offseason. So, like I said, Patrick Sertain in the draft uh, was kind of their biggest signing there. And then Kyle Fuller and Ronald Darby, which, again, more corners that they, they added on. Uh, they really didn't hit in the in the offensive line department. They they didn't – I mean, they got depth in, in a lot of different positions, but they didn't get any home run signings, in, in my opinion, mm-hmm. outside of the cornerbacks. Um, and then they lost – Philip Lindsay let him walk, and, and Juwan James ended up – 
uh, on IR, but now he's off the off the team. They cut him completely um, after he filed a, a lawsuit against him and, and lost. So, right. uh, yeah, just with with this situation here, I I I like they they have a really good jumping off point to me for rebuilding. Uh, just get your thoughts on that. Um. Just kind of reiterate what you've been saying. Um, they really had some really solid pickups, um, some interesting free agent pickups as mm-hmm. well. You know, starting on the offensive side of the ball, <clears throat> picking up like Mike Boone came over from um, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure how they're going to utilize this guy, you know, but you know, the fact that they still got Royce Freeman on on a, on a, Royce on Freeman, a, yeah, on on Rouse is kind of interesting, but that's not the point of where I was saying that. But they picked, you know, they drafted Javante Williams, and that um, name is. Five years old now. When the last time he was good, twenty sixteen. Oh, there was actually good attached to it because he was just always underachieving. I know that he, he was a lot Fair. of prospect. I'm not. not <laughs> trust me, I bought into it in fantasy at one point. I, I was. I guess twenty sixteen was the last time he had potential or relevance. <laughs> <laughs> right, and then of course they uh, Levante Bellamy, a one year, you know, player coming into the second year, but. You know they got some depth here, but I mean the question is how many of these guys are gonna stay? How many you know? Yeah. What, what you know? I I think from the running back aspect, I think the the focus would be you really you know of course they got the Melvin Gordon, but the Javante Williams and possibly Mike Boone. That's where your big big signings are. Yeah. They bring over Teddy Bridgewater. Um, one Huge. and after you know doing a little more extensive research on Denver to find out he's more, more mainly coming in there as a mentor, you know, and is that he, really what they're trying to do here? Yes. And if he does, if it's necessary for him to step in, I mean, they just ask. So him, they are going with Drew Locke. They're trying to, they, I think they're giving themselves every opportunity to see if Drew Locke is ready to go. But and at the that same is time, where Denver is going to be in, in, in immense pain in this division. Yeah. I, I think Tony Bridgewater still has a lot to give this league and, for you to try to use, a, a, he's not even thirty yet. Uh, what is he? Twenty eight. Uh, Bridgewater is twenty nine. Twenty nine. Oh, so I would think <laughs> this is my guess. Uh, if I had to make a guess, I, I think Bridgewater is just trying to be the you know company man. I'm coming and do whatever they ask me to do, I, and I think it's more of his audition for whether it's to take over this job at some point mm-hmm. or to go elsewhere. But well, I don't, I don't think, think Drew Locke or waves. Teddy Bridgewater are going to be here next year in Denver. Uh, I think both of them are going to be moving on after this season. Uh, but that's a losing battle for Denver. I, I think just mm-hmm. you're in a division that's tough already. Give your, I mean, you're, you're not winning this division to me, not with your roster. You, like I said, you have a good jumping off point <laughs> to build. Winning the division. <laughs> well, well, I, go ahead. <laughs> well, get into them in a minute. Relax. I'm sorry. I'm Relax. Sorry. I'm sorry. I was just, I thought it was funny. Like who said that? <laughs> well, that's Who's all. That's every that? team's goal is, is to win the division. Um, but for them, that the, you're you're in a situation where you have you do have two, you have one absolute powerhouse and another very very good team in this division. One that you could fight with, obviously, but I I think that they're even better than you in this division uh, right now. Um, and and we'll get into Oakland or sorry Vegas in a second. It's been two years and I still keep saying Oakland. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I tr- trust me, it's. <laughs> It's gonna take a while it, for anybody that's a diehard I mean, NFL it, fan to just keep saying Vegas like it, it does not roll off. It, the it does not at all, or organically at all. <laughs> but so, uh, Vegas is great. I'm just man, it's the Raiders though. Like, 
the Raiders are known to be in Oakland. I mean, that's yeah. just what it is. I, 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 I'm going to probably mess that up all season long, so you just bear with to, me on that. Don't even have to correct <laughs> yourself. Just keep going. Uh, yeah, I get but it. for Denver specifically, like you, you, like I said, you're 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 not winning this division already. Don't just tank it. Mm-hmm. Give yourself the best opportunity to see what you got with some of the young guys on this offense. Especially give give yourself the best chance at seeing what you have at running back with Melvin Gordon. I know it's kind of a put up or shut up year for him, right? Uh, with his contract. So if you want to re-sign him for on a on a cheaper deal, or if you just want to move on and, and go elsewhere with it, that's that's perfectly fine. But you got to give all of your young and all of your kind of stars on the offensive side and on the defensive side the best opportunity to showcase what they have to know what you want to do moving forward right i mean you've got a really solid core and you have a what i think is one of one of the best defensive head coaches in the league in vic vangio it's really sad to see that he he left chicago uh but man i I really think that denver you're you're you know you're in a rebuild especially with the division that you're in Mm-hmm. This is a very tough division, and and it's going to be hard to to kind of climb out of the cellar of this division. So, I don't see any reason why you would kind of set yourself back from evaluating your team at the best potential because you you've seen what this team is with, with Drew Lock. It it's not that great. It, you got again, you got pieces, but I think Teddy Bridgewater could bring this team together. I mean, you saw him before he got injured in Minnesota. He was actually on his way to being one of the kind of one of one of the on the top end of starting quarterbacks right um and the knee goes out obviously but he wasn't horrible in carolina not at all it was not his fault that that team didn't win i think it was actually kind of a testament to him that they won what six seven games Mm -hmm. like that that team was was not in any position to win last year even five if it was that um did I think Teddy Bridgewater's kind of getting the five grands. Yeah, the, the, he's getting the short end of the stick when it comes to his ability and what he's able to do to me. Anyway, I mean, uh, somehow he's been given, like you were saying, a kind of a bum rap. Like even after he was uh, moved on from Minnesota, all of a sudden he has just been regimented to backup roles. Yeah, it's like he did nothing to merit him being a backup right now, and then he earns his way back through by way of um. Carolina because um what is why is his name Kyle is it oh, Kyle Allen Kyle Allen once he basically after the first two weeks kind of mm-hmm. you know crapped a bit you know the rest <laughs> of the, for the rest of the duration of his time in there and then he came in and kind of saved the day and kind of helped hold you know hold the ship together as best as possible but they were kind of depleted a bit on the offensive end anyways of course you know CMC was out you know yeah. and you lose you, you lose the most dynamic running back in the league and yeah your your offense is going to take a hit of course your production is going to take a hit everybody's game planning for cmc when you come into the week especially when you don't have weapons outside of dj Moore on the outside right so like i, I just come on like this yeah Denver, he's just there he's he's teams are just kind of you know just souring on him for some reason or another but you know yet it's a head scratcher for some of these other quarterbacks that's around. I'm not going to go into names, but yeah. And again, that's why I feel he's just auditioning to get him finally give himself a, a true opportunity to, you know, to be a starter somewhere, whether it's that Denver and which you, you feel is not going to happen. And I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't have a hard take on him, them keeping him, but it was interesting that they made a trade for him and then they passed on fields. That's the only reason why I'm trying to give some relevance to this. Like, okay, what was that about? 
you know, yeah. is that just, we doing all this just to say we doing this for one year and we just going to clean house and then re, re, you know, recoup next year and see where I we're mean, at. But what does it matter? You have Drew Locke in, in, the, in the, in the quarterback room. If it, cause even if you do go with Teddy Bridgewater, you, you're, he has a potential to get injured, especially in a 17 game season. Right. At some point, you may have to play him, and you've seen how how inept this offense is with, without uh, with Drew Locke in there at, at starting quarterback. So, I did, I just really don't like the move there. I, I I think that they're they're they should kind of embrace that they're in a rebuild, and and kind of you don't have to tank because you're not going to win a lot of games regardless. But let me say, there's someone in 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 the fold that might possibly be a just a diamond in the rough, and that's Brett Rippin. You know, son of um, I'm sorry, you don't know him, but father Mark Rippin. I know, I know Super Mark Bowl, Rippin. Super Bowl winning quarterback. I'm just there. Denver just has a history of getting the the sons of the of the um all time greats of the past type of thing. I'm just saying, nostalgically, it has not been a bust per se. They have done this like once every decade for the last several decades. Um, I get that, and and I I'm not I saying he's going to be who, ready next year. But you no, know, I, I get exactly. Yeah. I know. I mean, yes, he's got he's got the blood of a legend in in his veins. Just saying that may be. Okay but the only the only person that I would get excited for before seeing them on the field is, is the Manning kid. Hmm. That's the only quarterback that I would get excited for before seeing him on the field, just off name alone. Gotcha. Like. Outside of that, I'm like okay, like I'm 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 over it. Um, I, I want to see you play first, and hey, if he does have it in him, if he is that that diamond in the rough, just to kind of sleeper cell type agent kid who comes in and, and is slinging it, awesome. Why did you trade for Teddy Bridgewater then? So, just the, to get a guy time. I don't, that's <laughs> I don't know, but the point being is, I do. Barring the Drew Locke thing, I like I like the the Teddy Bridgewater signing. I like the fact that Brett Rippin is just still on the roster yeah. and they're still possibly, you know, grooming this guy to see what they really have with him. But and then there's Drew Locke. Whatever. You know, I'm yeah. just, I'm not big on Drew Locke, as you already know. But uh, neither am I. Or, I mean I most people I do like not. him as like as a person. He's a he's he's a cool dude. It's just as a quarterback, he just he's He's very, very raw. He's he's got a big arm. He can throw the ball. Like he he can get it downfield. It's just a matter of accuracy. I've seen guys throw the ball. I've seen the guys with the cannon arm with no accuracy and, and no regard for what the defense is doing. Right. It doesn't work. In all fairness, I mean, Denver's offense has been in True. flux for the last several seasons. I mean, look, I guess we should have led with that. But I mean, and that's no I'm not taking it away from Drew Locke, but Drew Locke has given been given a lot of opportunities, and it's just there's has not just been a whole lot of success. So there's not a lot to go off of, and can't get super excited if I was a Denver fan just to say Drew Locke's coming back now. Like <laughs> you can't spin me on this until it's almost like you got to show me at this point. I'm done yeah. with the talk. It's just either he's gonna put up or shut up. You know. I mean, if he does, that's awesome. If he's been working on his game all off season and and he he's back to being some guy that you you definitely think can lead this team especially because he already has the rapport with jerry judy and in Cortland sutton for sure that mm-hmm. i understand that but from what i've seen from him i've watched him all three years he's been in the league it's not been impressive hmm. it's it's just and I, he had he showed a lot of promise in year two year hmm. three was a very big disappointment i was really i was really really high on him going into last year wow and obviously that did not pan out he just I, I don't know exactly what it is. It could have been the changeover from uh 
whoever there was there before I forget, and then Vic Vangio. Uh, uh, what was his name? Oh my gosh! Uh, never mind. Keep going. Was it Kubiak? I, he was. I think he was there twice on two different stints. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, it it, it doesn't matter. It, it, <laughs> it, it, it's the changeover. It definitely could have been that, but to me, regardless of it, if it it was a changeover or not, there, even towards the end of the season, when you have a lot of a lot of those reps under your belt. He just wasn't he wasn't hitting his marks and he was making poor decision after poor decision and in this division you have really no margin for error. No. Kansas City and, and and the Chargers you cannot miss offensively against these guys cuz you won't get the ball back. And that's absolutely true. That's why as much as I scoured through their roster um they are literally the team of the future, you know, yeah. like for this division cuz they're set up they're very young. Um, very, they very only young. have t- 10 players that's 30 years of older and the oldest player on their team is 33. So that Fuller? No, that's um Oh, Von Miller. Nope. Oh. Uh, Jackson, I believe. Oh, okay. Um, let me get his whole name out here. Lost my spot. <laughs> uh, yeah, here he is. Kareem Jackson. <clears throat> Kareem Jackson is the oldest player on that roster. Defensive back, 33 years old. Hmm. Okay. Um, and they've got a lot of young ones, too. That's what, that's what I'm getting just at. Just Kyle Fuller and Ronald Darby, and you've got Patrick Sertan as well. That's insane. So, I, I mean, if nothing else. Their defense is good. I was, I was gonna say, exactly. <laughs> I was going to say, this team is positioning themselves for. Now, this is the little cliche, cliche. They're two years away, period. I would just say from being possibly relevant not says that now i'm gonna do the two years away from being two years away. they're not that bad <laughs> no they're not. <laughs> but they have they have a lot of promise they're no houston <laughs> no you you play chess you know yeah. they, they're setting the pieces up yeah. on the board to make start making some moves it, and not I, necessarily and again, and i really like the leadership of vic vangio i right. a lot of people didn't like because he's kind of this old school guy he doesn't he doesn't want you to say anything but he takes kind of after the belichick model of just do your job hmm. i don't care what it is, I've created a scheme. You mm-hmm. play your role within that scheme, whatever play it is, whatever down it is, whatever distance it is. You play in that little area. You perfect that, and we'll be just fine. And that's how 2018 Chicago's defense was the best in the league. Most takeaways because they just had guys in spots. Wow, their defense is nice. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I really like their defense. It's just offensively, it it, it def- definitely gives me these 2018, 2019 vibes of Chicago, where it's just like, man, quarterback wise, come on, like because mm-hmm. because you've got really nice weapons on the outside. You've got a decent running back in Melvin Gordon. You've got a middling uh, offensive uh, offensive line. Really needs work. You got a serviceable tight end in Noah Fan. Exactly. You know. <laughs> and it's just like, and a young tight end in Noah Fan at that. So just going into that, I'm just like, man, this is going to look really, really bad. They're going to have some really, really nice things to look at on the on the defensive side. But mm-hmm. when it comes to offense, I feel bad for Denver fans because you're going to be very, very frustrated. It looks exactly like, it's going to be exactly like 2019 in Chicago. It's just, mm-hmm. you're looking at it, it's just like, you're just wasting how good this defense is. Yeah, as you keep alluding to, it's unfortunate the division that they're been, they slated yeah. under. Because I mean, could have slid them over to the south. <laughs> oh, whole God. different kind of conversation we were having about this, like competing for second place. Exactly. Like, <laughs> okay, we can fast forward the two years to like a you know six months or yeah, uh, maybe somewhere around weeks eight or nine <laughs> they yeah. should make their turn. But yeah, it's. They're definitely this year is just kind of like they're steering the ship to the right direction and let's just see how far we can go with yeah. it. But it should be an evaluated year. But again, to your to the um, to speaking again to the quarterbacks, 
that is going to be the big question mark. Like, what exactly is the direction at the helm? Yeah. Because yeah, I'm just not sure. But one thing a little bit off topic I did want to mention, going back to our conversation last week about the AFC South, does look like the report came out this morning. Carson Wentz and Quentin Nelson are both ahead of schedule. They're both walking around the facility right now ah, with no boot, no limp. So I it, didn't hear anything about yeah, that. It, <laughs> okay, I'm glad. Oh well. Haha, okay, we can Defcom one. Yeah, now. yeah they, <laughs> literally just Let's turn the reset it. Down, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was seeing. Uh, I think actually Pat McAfee was talking about it. It was just like you know everybody hit 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 the alarm bells. It's over. We we got to bust the whole thing up. We got to fire everybody. Nope. They re-signed uh, Chris Ballard and Frank Reich to, I think, six-year deals. And then literally right after that happened, another report came out. Hey, look at that. Carson Wentz is walking around with no boot, no limp. Like, Damn, man. Chicago. <laughs> you got, you're supposed to slid. <laughs> Supposed to slid Nick Foe was under there. Just man got got them de- at a desperate, you know, in a vulnerable moment. Yeah. And they didn't. I'm like, ah. <laughs> I so, guess I guess I'm just gonna have to live with the fact that we just gonna have to eat this contract for one more year. Yeah. I will say I, I'm hoping Carson Wentz does get back for Week One. I would love to see him from the start of the season to the end. Uh, Quentin Nelson wise, I w- even if he is ready to go, I'd even hold him out for another week, maybe two, just mm-hmm. to be safe with him because you don't want him to re-injure that right. and be out for longer. Uh, but Carson Wentz wise, I mean, he's not gonna take as many hits with. I mean, they still without Quentin Nelson have one of the best offensive lines in. The, in all of football, so I'm de- definitely looking forward to to seeing if Carson Wentz can make it back for Week One. Well, if you're saying they had a schedule, well, yeah, had a schedule. They didn't really have a timetable in the first place, but I think all signs will be pointing to him coming back. Well, that's what time. they're saying. They're they're, they're they're that's their that's their target. Have him ready for Week One. Exactly. Uh, I don't think we're going to see much of him in these in these preseason games. Maybe in the third preseason game, we might see him. Wow. But even with that, we do still have a week break in between the last preseason game and Week One. Mm-hmm. So. I would be shocked if he plays at yeah. all in the preseason. But if he does, he does. But, I mean, because at the same time, he's just been traded. Yeah, and he still needs reps with these guys. So, exactly. Like, so. I, w- I would like to see him in week three of the preseason. But if you do want to wait until the season starts, I, I mean, definitely get that. But Gotcha. Let's get back to the AFC West. Yep. Um, I guess two weeks ago we were talking about that. Talking about NFC South last week. Yes. Um, No, so let's go ahead and talk about – Vegas Raiders got it right this time. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, this team, ugh, I I like their picks. I like their pickups for the most part th- this offseason. I just have a real hard time looking at this roster and just being like, yeah, I can see this team competing for the with with, with the Chargers. Like, it's just, I have the, it's not, I just, they were neck and neck last year. I know. And I know after last season, I know it seemed like LA has taken these monumental jumps from just the moves they made based on how the direction of the franchise is going. Based in, I mean, taking how Vegas was trending down toward the end of the year. It's, but yet they kind of the same team, but I still get a vibe and I still give an extra edge to, to the Chargers. They just, they upside it just it's clearly. Clearly, uh, to have a freaking quarterback, there's no question there. I think with Justin <laughs> Herbert, like, <laughs> like, and I'm not trying to take a shot at Derek Carr because I do think Derek Carr is a, he's a solid guy. It's just he's he, there's still questions about him, right? 
with Justin Herbert's, everybody's like, this dude can do it. Like, it, it, there's no question about that. He can move. He can take a hit. He can throw. He's got an arm. He's a- accurate as hell. Like, it's just across right. the board. Like, this dude checks all the boxes. Whereas, Derek Carr, can you stay healthy? Can you work under du- duress? Can Like, can you? Like, he can obviously read coverages. He can obviously fit the ball in the tight windows. It's just decision-making as in, as in just under pressure, making sure you're making the right reads and getting the ball out on time. And leadership-wise, the more and more I, I see of Derek Carr, it's just I don't, I don't want this to come off as disrespectful because he just seems very whiny to me. Really? Same yeah. It, to me, it, with everything, anytime anybody gets any sort of criticism, he takes it to heart. And it's like, dude, it's your job. And I, and I and I get obviously, I can't be an NFL quarterback. You can't do that. Like the, the, it is a very tough job. Tell me what I can't do. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't even cut out with the with the high school running backs. <laughs> Neither one of us could do it. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I, I lasted for one season. So did I. I made it all the way through. Hey. Special teams king hey. over here. <laughs> As a sophomore. Get it right. <laughs> then I retired. I, I, I walked on my senior year. <laughs> all right, all right. Like I like how we spin our stories. <laughs> no. What I'm saying is it, it's it's one of the toughest jobs in all of sports is to lead this team of fifty-three. And have all the media pressure on you. Mm-hmm. If you if you're winning, it's all about you. If you're losing, it's all about you. It, it it's a very tough thing. But the second that there's any criticism, it's like, well, there's this that, and I mean, and, and you guys want to come do my job, you could definitely come do that. And I was like, dude, chill. <laughs> I like, haven't we're heard just... too many of his interviews. I was like, I'm, I'm sitting. Yeah, there. They're like, they're very. It's it's very. You know what? It's very Minnesotan. It's so mm. passive aggressive. Hmm, interesting. It, it's, it doesn't, and a lot of people don't pick it up. It's just I think that me watching Minnesota Nice every day, I, right. I'm able to be like, Quick man, thing. I'm like, geez, dude, like, relax. Like, we understand. We know you've been through a lot. There's been a lot of changeover. Is Chucky the right dude to still be coaching <clears throat> in the NFL? Is uh, uh, what's the guys the the GM over there? Uh, is he still able to uh to to put together their their team? He was used to be a broadcaster. Uh, That's where I knew him from originally. But then he went over to to the Raiders. Um, and then, I mean, their their offensive line isn't that good. We know that. I understand that. But you go in and you get Alex Leatherwood. I mean, they picked up Tr- Trayvon Morrig. I like both the picks. I think they should have been flopped. Uh, rounds one and two for for Oakland. Uh, Yannick and Gawkaway was a huge pickup as well. Mm-hmm. And then they also got Casey Hayward. So cool. Mike Maylock. Yeah, Mike Maylock. Um, and then you but you lost Tack McKinley, you lost Tyrell Williams, and you lost uh Lamarcus Joyner. So I mean, you, you got some give and take, but I, uh, overall I think it was a plus on on that end. Mm-hmm. I just I don't see how Derek Carr can be a guy who's going to kind of embrace the the challenge of chemistry wise getting this team where it needs to be to go out and play a full 60 minutes of football week in week out and when you get in those rough patches again in this division it's gonna be tough you're gonna lose games in this division mm-hmm. i don't see <clears throat> uh Derek carr being the guy to lead them through that I, I think he's got a lot of ability i think he's got a lot of talent it's just i don't think he has the emotional maturity to lead this team 
from what I've seen. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm, I, I want, I, I, you know me. What I'm about to get and say, when I say it, it'll make sense. But it's the, it's the, it's the pink elephant in the room that no one's talking about in regards to Derek Carr. Derek Carr has way more pressure on him than, and than his counterpart over there in L.A., which would be mm, Justin yeah. Herbert, because no one's talking about the fact that one of the most quietest um, signings that really got no press was then when they re-signed to Marcus Mariota. And I was like... Uh, you were big on that signing. Yes, because I'm like, why Why would they break their neck to go sign a backup when they can just pick up, you know, draft Pick up one, anybody. Pick up anybody, but they made it a point to re-sign him. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, Derek Carr, the clock has started because that's just where we're at, you know. And and Marcus he, Mariota didn't look bad when he came in last year for, for a, a play or two. He didn't. He just, you know, he overstayed his welcome. In Tennessee? For, in Tennessee, for lack of a better term. I mean, <laughs> they didn't really put the right pieces around him either. No, that was not a good You game. knew how big. I was big on him in Oregon. I mean, no, yeah. I was huge yeah. on this guy. Like, and I like the sign. I like when he first went to Tennessee, but I just, over the years, I don't think Tennessee built the team right for him. Yeah. You know, but with that being said, yeah, they're in a, <laughs> call it what you want to call it. They may not be saying it, but man, it's being Vegas and now they're in year two and, you know, the expectations and fans are coming back. Mm-hmm. I expect a Mar- Mariota to be playing this year. Um, if, if Derek Carr gets out slow, I'm, 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 Taking a Chicago model, even though it's a completely different thing going, but yeah. it's just that quarterback waiting in the wing. Like, I really believe that they technically, it's just it, not really saying it, but it's a silent quarterback controversy going on here, or quarterback competition, I would say, mm-hmm. not controversy. But Derek Carr has to be feeling this pressure because the fact that they re signed him, I'm like, wow, that's huge. Cause, yeah. And so, so I'm expecting to see this guy play at some point. Yeah. Go ahead. No, well, I was going to ask you this because I, I wrote this question down after the draft and kind of looking at this team and then free agency happened and and then we had the draft obviously and I'm just Mm -hmm. looking at this roster and I'm like okay you got pieces here and there still got Derek Carr on the roster I mean he wasn't horrible last year but he wasn't good obviously like there's questions everywhere and I'm looking at it and I go back and, and I'm like okay Gruden's been here for what three years now four years is it this is year four Oh, has it been that man? Because yeah, yeah. Now that I thought about it, yeah, he did pull off the um, Khalil Mack trade. Yeah, that was, yep, that was, that was him. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is your four. I'm thinking two. Years. I'm like, no, that was. Years, <laughs> You're yeah. right. Yep. So we're heading into year four now, and I'm looking at it just like, okay, he's got a ten year deal. Okay. We're this is year four. I mean, most of the stuff that you do movement wise happens before the season. So let's say he's got four years of off seasons to. Mm-hmm. To, to, to kind of operate and I'm looking at it and I'm like okay I've got this team landing at around third third place in this division mm-hmm. I don't have them over 500 um, just to <clears throat> preface you guys with that before we get into uh, the record predictions or anything like that um, but still I'm just like what's Gruden's plan really because hmm. we're all we always say he I mean that it's one of his biggest kind of mantras is Everybody looks at at John Gruden as like his favorite quarterback is the next one. So, but hey, he hasn't moved off of Derek Carr as, as of late. I mean, he's he's not. It doesn't look like he's looking to move off of him. I, I, like you said, though, you, you were. He's kind of an. They they made it a point to go get Marcus Mariota. So there's obviously some kind of 
his eyes are in a different place as it stands right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the weird draft picks. It's like, okay, every I had it penciled in. Trevon Morig to Vegas. Nobody else is looking at a safety around that position. Nobody else needs a safety in that area. If anybody needs a DB, they, they it's the guys earlier, and they've got J.C. Horn and, and Patrick Sertain already on the board. After that, nobody else needs one. Like in in that middle in that middle of the pack, uh, this... and you went, and I'm like, okay, go get your guy. He he is a first round talent to mm-hmm. me. He is very good. Go get him, and then you go with to me a late late second round um, talent in Alex Leatherwood. In the first round, and now you got to pay this dude big money to play right tackle to protect Derek Carr. Hmm. And if he doesn't pan out, I mean, I'm not saying second round talent isn't good. It's just like you're paying like really good first round money for a second round talent that you're going to have to develop. I'm I'm reminiscent of the um, opening scene of draft day. And this is this with John Gruden. And he's just sitting there. Alex Leatherwood, no matter what, it, it, he written to himself yeah. some kind of way because it's like, yeah, you're you could have went a different way. However, I'm saying all that to say to be funny, but I'm saying all that to say, Gruden, if he did nothing else in his past, he's proven he's done some really oddball things, but it has came with results where oh, I, was I mean like, it worked because he still ended up with Trevon Morig. You're you're paying him cheaper now, and he is a first round talent to me. So you, you I mean, like you didn't waste the pick, but it's just like. Why would you go out of your way to just pay this guy more money than you have to when you when you have a guy who's worth the money at that spot? They like I Leatherwood better. <laughs> he he's a middling like he, you're definitely going to have to put in quite a bit of work to get this dude to be a, a good starting tackle. Hmm. Like it's not gonna be like I can just plug and play him and he'll be just fine. Like he's he's got he's still a pretty raw prospect to me. Um, whereas Trevon Morig, I feel like you can just plug and play him. Like he he can go out there and, and he can play safety. He can he knows the concepts. He just has to learn your buzzwords and and kind of feel out what the linebackers are doing and and when he needs to step up into that into that, those roles and when he needs to shift and 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 how to shift his hit like there's a lot of a lot of stuff that he needs to learn like kind of the nuances of the game but rather like other than that he 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 knows what to do and he he can go out there and he he can look like a pretty serviceable db mm-hmm. for the time being until he does learn those little fine intricacies of the game um and again huge i, I think the one of the best signings out of any signing that happened over this uh off season outside of obviously Justin Fields to the Bears um mm-hmm. Yannick Ngakwe to to Oakland or Vegas god dang Yannick Ngakwe to to Vegas i think was huge i, I mean he he definitely does bring a whole another level of talent to this defensive line yes so like again they didn't have a horrible um they didn't have a horrible off season. It's just, again, you're looking at the offensive side of the ball. You gotta, you have to put up points in this division, and I just don't see how you. And then they, what they signed like seven different running backs when they they already had, uh, <laughs> uh, Jacobs over there. I'm like, uh, well, I will say they're still one of the Chiefs' offensive line, offensive offensive guards. So okay, just I'm not. I mean Parker, you know, and and and. Enhinger, <laughs> I can't even say his name, but my, but any, I, I, I but that's been me. Tra- I tracked everybody yeah. who left that that team. Yeah. I, I wanted to know where they went. So, 
Oakland. I mean, this, this is what I mean by Gruden. He does this little under the cover thing, and they, and remember they flew under the radar most of the last uh, most of the season and finished that eight. They finished five hundred. They stole a game from the Chiefs. You know, yeah. they have they have a couple of <laughs> notches under the on their belt that you. Unfortunately, I can't ignore that. Yeah, they are a true divisional contender. I'm not going to say they're contending for a playoff spot or they're a true playoff contender, but they're on deck where I don't think they're positioned as well as like maybe what we were sharing with Denver, but it's the Gruden effect. It it, it doesn't make sense. It's (laughs) one of those things. I just got to see what he does on the field. Cause it's like behind the scenes, head scratching, you know, but Gruden finds a way to get he he just finds a way to get stuff done. But I, so the other thing is, is that from his time here in 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 Vegas, mm-hmm. or he was in Oakland, so I, it wouldn't have been wrong there. Um, <laughs> no, uh, from his time being with this organization, <laughs> yeah, second, second time. Did he win the championship in Oakland? Or you want to know, know the scenario? What happened? He no, built he, that team up, and then they won without him, and then he went and he built that team up. To be, and they were they were they were next in line, but then the um the the Tom Brady Tuck rule thing is oh, what that's sniped what that that gotcha. stole their championship. <laughs> they were the team to beat yeah. that year. Okay, and so you see what his narrative. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Tom Brady. Um, move it on. So the very next, I, th- I think it was the it was either the next year or the year after that. What ended up happening because they failed short. I think it was the year after. Yeah. Um, because um, he that, ended up going to Tampa, and that's he, when he, he won t- against right. Oakland. Against Oakland, oh, yeah. and it was against the very team he left. They didn't change the team. They, you know, it was just they changed coaches. But then, because everybody was on giving um, Gruden credit because they're like, oh, he just took over Dungy's team and he wanted he Dungy built that team, right? Tony but he Dungy played was in Tampa. Yeah, you didn't know that. I had no idea about that. Oh, you're so young. Yeah, I, he built- all I know about Tony Dungy is that he is one of the most like religious coaches in in the league he's he's a great coach and he he I mean obviously he's a hall of famer and he uh he won that super bowl at indianapolis if i remember correctly he got tampa to three straight nfc championships he couldn't get him over the hump wow and then because he, he's the first african-american head coach to ever win a super bowl correct exactly because when he went over to oak when he went over to uh, indianapolis and then gruden stepped in the gotcha. very next year he took over that team but what 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 validated everything was Gruden went against the team he built. Yeah, and he and he beat them. I'm like, just for all the viewers. By say. the way, I was like four when all this happened, so don't come I wasn't for me. Even doing the, I wasn't even doing the math in my head. Yeah, yet. but yeah, that was like 2002. Like, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, it's like don't come for me. Like I was four when this happened. I the, the fact that I know anything about this is kind of goes Super, to my level of right, research. That Super Bowl was what I put the equivalency of last year. That Tampa Kansas. It was it had that same feel. Like, really, man, I like this. Like it was like a sexy Super Bowl. Like. Man, but in um in Oakland had a high powered offense led then, by Rich Gannon. Because I, I did actually I I've at one point I have kind of watched the highlights of that game. From what I remember, a lot of the guys from Oakland or from Tampa said that we just knew what was coming already because they didn't change anything. Like they like they were the exact same Chucky thing. knew exactly what they were gonna do and they didn't they didn't even change their like signals. Like he would it be able bad. to look over and just be like, Well, get get forty two, like he's running. Like <laughs> They jumped in there. That's how the Super... I mean, like, they they pounced on them right yeah. in the first quarter. And it was like, they just... It was a tone setter, and they just controlled the game. I'm like, mm-hmm. what happened to this high-powered offense? Again, would have lost the farm. Oh, is that's the Tampa team with uh, 
John Lynch. Yes. Warren Sapp. Oh, my God. Oh. <clears throat> Putting everything Simeon. together right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they – man, it was just like a high-powered offense versus a high-powered defense. Yeah. And, again – Defense prevailed. Yeah. When defense <laughs> wins like, championships. Where in the world is these high power offenses just flame out in the Super Bowl time and time again? I was like, it, it's it's such a cliche, but it's only but it's so true to the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, but anyway, moving on. So it, but that's just all we say all that to talk about specifically, like it's just that that Gruden effect yes. to this to, to this whole division. It's just like I because what I was gonna go back and say was his from his time with this organization from right now, uh, this this second stint with Oakland, uh, Vegas, um, he's gotten one game better every single year. Mm. I think he started six and eleven, went seven and nine, uh, and now he's eight and eight. Uh, and yeah, if you go along the trajectory, they should be what nine and eight this offseason? Yeah, that but basically, or or possibly you can push eight, push nine. them all the way up to to ten and seven. They have one less loss. I would say if they ain't nine, I mean, I don't know what to take from the extra game. You know, yeah. really, I, 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 it was interesting. I heard an NFL player put it in perspective. He said most people think that we, you know, players are saying like, oh, you know, it's it's one more game, it's one more week, it's, you know, it's another paycheck, yada yada hmm. yada. Yet they, that's not the way they're looking at it. They say, you know what this means? This is sixty or seventy more snaps we got to play, and that's sixty or seventy more snaps uh, potentially getting the injury. Yeah, you know, so. Again, I say that's a very mixed review. I did hear something very, very interesting. The only reason why they did not shrink the off season, or sorry, the preseason even more down to two or down, even down to no games, because mm-hmm. they're holding on to those preseason games to cut them off to add extra weeks, not to add more games. They they are thinking about possibly going to an eighteen game schedule, but really the main thing is that they might use it as a bargaining chip. So they can take away two weeks at a time and say, "Hey, we'll add, we'll get, we'll add another game." But hey, we'll give you another bye week at some point down right. the road. And if that happens, I think two bye weeks will kind of solve a lot of those kind of. That's about it, like, all they need. I mean, because I you like get an the early idea. one and a late one. That's that that'll right. really really give a, a lot of morale to these guys. That'll really, I mean, it's obviously. Needed. I mean, let's be it, real. It's been needed when there was sixteen games. Exactly, and I'm, but but I was also saying what was uniquely an advantage for the um, 17 game is they should have an odd number of games in football. Hmm. I think, it, I think it would go a long way to get away. And I'm good. I'm, I'm a little on the fence about ties. Cause it's, I'm kind of like, look, we need to determine winner. Like I get, I, I just think that it's this, interesting. I know it's unique to their sport. Unlike as well as like, I think hockey does have ties as well. Do they? I'm not mistaken. Or do they do sudden death? No, they do they do overtime. If you score in overtime, good. And then you do the shootout. I don't want to get into a whole other conversation. I'm like, I think the NFL should start a shootout competition. But go ahead. What I think the NFL should do, if you're really big on not having ties, is if you still want to go to 18 games, that's perfectly fine. You still don't have to deal with the ties. Go to the college football overtime rules. Okay. Screw this whole extra period or 10 minutes of, of football. We start from the 40, or, or even you can even push it up to the 30 if you really want to get point scoring. But you've got four downs. You've got one first down, get in the end zone, mm-hmm. or kick a field goal. The other team has an opportunity to match. If they match, do it again. 
Because hmm. somebody stops somebody. Until somebody stops somebody or somebody doesn't get to match. Gotcha. I'm 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 kind of open, but because because I, I think it, it eliminate it first of all it eliminates any potential for injury on a kickoff. Right. Completely. Well, especially in overtime. Like if you want to have the kickoff still and you want to go into into all of that, that's perfectly fine. But you're not going to get injured in overtime doing that. Gotcha. And then you you you're starting from the thirty or the forty or, or thirty five, wherever you want to put the ball. It doesn't matter. But the defense goes out there. You got to go out there and make a stop so your offense has a chance. Or yeah, there's I- a lot of pressure on that offense when they come out for that second for for the match. And and if you if you match. Boom! It goes right back to them. They do it again. That's. I mean, I, I'm fine with that. I was fine with the clock. I was just I, what I what I didn't like is, uh, I just, I'm just I'm torn about the ties because ties are exciting when they happen. But what, then the, now we remove. Let's go and fast forward six seven weeks from now. I'm like that now that tie comes back to hunt fans, the teams, yeah. and it's just like. Ah, this thing's a nuisance. Like, man, we need you know. So it's, I don't like ties when it happens because it's it means that there was bad play at the end of the game. Guys weren't able to to finish. It's yeah, like some would argue parity, but I wouldn't argue. <laughs> no, it's just because because when you because I mean I mean I whenever anybody talks about a tie, my very first thought is that uh, Arizona Seattle game where they were missing field goals at the end of the game. I'm like, right. really, dude? Like, I don't want to see like obviously blocked field goals are are, are nice. I, like, those are like okay, that's exciting. Got mm-hmm. a blocked field goal. I mean that that gives me Baltimore Cleveland vibes where the Baltimore blocked it and scored on the last play of the game. Um, awesome. But mit, just straight up missed field goals, just bad football. It's just you, you messed up, and I'm like, oh, come on. I, I want to see high quality play. I do something where you couldn't. I know we veered off just a little bit. But yeah, I, I, <laughs> I would have said like I would I would have did something like each team gets three, like 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 an actual shootout, like soccer or something like that, where each three team plays from the two. No, no, no. It'd be like mine's be real exotic, but it'd be like look, um, each team gets three field goal kicks oh. from the 50 and whoever get the most that's you know if we determine it at the would end there of the first, be a line or would you just no just, no just... same play it's yeah but it's they have to but it's a 50 yarder okay and i was like but you get but you gotta you get to do it three times and now if you get one two or three and then the other team line them up <laughs> and let's it, that way no one gets hurt no one has to do extra plays in the overtime. You don't even have to have a clock, and we can get determine this very quickly. That's why, yeah. and you That's make the kicker position very that much relevant. more relevant. Yeah. You know, I, as I said, I was in something a little more exotic. Yeah. I know that the NFL commission, if you even that will never. That, they, oh my <laughs> God, I would never think of doing something like. Yeah, you would. Yeah, and I'm yeah. sure somebody on that panel thought about it. And y'all just shot them down, but yeah. it's Baltimore's. I mean, John I mean, Harbaugh's it, it, introduced a lot of different like. It makes your special teams even more relevant than yeah. it has before because what you're taking away from kickoffs you can get it back in these overtimes and you can eliminate the tie yeah. just it's just an idea now let's get back to the oakland uh, <laughs> vegas. vegas by way of oakland <laughs> but yes um i just, just it was just a thought but I, 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 we sidebar for five minutes so yeah let's get back no it, so i i think that this team is just I, i'm I'm not clear. I don't have a clear depiction of what their what Gruden's plan is for this team. Defensively, it's starting to kind of feel like the, the plan is coming into fruition defensively. Mm-hmm. Offensively, I still have no clue what, what this offense is supposed to be. Is it supposed to be all about Josh Jacobs and let's run the ball, let's ground and pound? Then what what's going on with this offensive line? 
Right. Is it supposed to be about the quarterback? Well, you very clearly have questions about the quarterback. So what what are what what what's the plan here? And with that, I mean, like I know he's supposed to be this quarterback guru. He's got the the he used to have the QB camp and all that stuff, but it's just like, man, I really don't know. I have no clear outlook of like all right, this is what Oakland's going to be this year. This is what I can see them doing. I just don't. I, I don't see them there offensively. Defensively, I'm like, okay, this team is going to be tough to get over. It's, it's going to be a little bit of a dogfight with, with with Vegas at that point, especially now that you've got fans in that new stadium. That's going to be huge. Mm-hmm. Um, but And the defense is going to feed off of that. But it, it, offensively, I don't know if the offense is going to match and be able to keep that hype going. Right. So – that there's just questions there for, for, for from Oakland or from Vegas. God, um, let's talk Chargers because that's LA and I'm not gonna mess that one up. Um, so, what's not San Diego? No, no, that, that is the LA Chargers for sure. Um, not the Rams, Herbert, I think, is the talk of the town, obviously. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm so big on this, guy. I know what. What I let because I've never actually gotten your 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 actual take on Herbert and in, in his in his freshman year and getting the rookie of the year. What what do you think about him? I, I don't know. I this, his his whole story to me is so he's legit. Let me be real. I, I, I he is legit. <laughs> he's a legit player. However, let me say what I need to yeah. say. Even in the face of that, just on he does not pass necessarily the eye test for me based on some other circumstances. Not something that he's not doing. It's just the fact that how he became the starter one, which was oh, the well, most yeah. bizarre <laughs> thing ever. <laughs> I mean, this guy should never be allowed to be in a, around a medical staff ever. It just, I'm almost positive that man got fired. He had, I mean, uh, if rightfully not so. Sued, if not, oh, a, I know, I know. I think that there's no way that the, the NFL will allow the NFL, him to get sold. Oh, I was going to say, Taylor himself. No, like, yeah, no, I, I don't, because in his contract, I think, like, with the team, like, hmm. you can't sue the medical staff, because I know with those Toradol shots, they do say, hey, they're, because they're, that is an actual, like, real life, like, they, every single time that, that shot is administered, they're like, that this is a possibility, we need verbal confirmation from you that you still want to go through with it. Gotcha. Okay. And every single time, everybody does, because it's like, obviously, this is a possibility, but it almost never happens. Okay. So that that is their way of making sure that they can't get sued if by chance like it did happen to Tyrod Taylor. So okay. he 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 literally cannot sue the, the the team or the league for that happening. That sucks. <laughs> but with that being said, um he comes in uh, all of a sudden there's like lightning in the bottle. Oh Almost beat Kansas City. Have you seen what he did? <laughs> Almost beat Kansas City. Um, well, beat Patrick him in, Mahomes happened though. Well, this didn't beat him. I mean, they won in week seventeen, but I mean, they weren't planned for that, anything. Don't count that game, Chad Henning. Whatever they it, sat everybody. It wasn't. It wasn't Kansas City. It, if Patrick it, Mahomes it, not playing, it's not Kansas City. It was a situation. <laughs> the coach trying to save his job. Exactly. You know, it's like we 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 have to win, regardless of what they're doing, and that's fine. But. You know, and he had success all throughout the year. And, you know, Austin Eckler goes down, which, mm. you know, get, which Always shows does. that he puts more pressure on himself and he was able to handle it and, and still be relevant and still, you know, they didn't win, they only won seven games, but they they were a tough out regardless. Yeah. And, like, they were like, damn, like, if you beat them, it was like, 
you felt it like we had to work for this and it looks all legit but that's just like i'm so stuck on dude where did you come from like and <laughs> Well, because they also think you didn't watch, because you still don't watch college football the way that I do. No, heck no. So I I knew about him coming in, and he was actually one of my favorite draft picks. And and there's at the times when I do watch college football, every now and again, I'll see somebody like, okay, this guy's going to be special when he gets to the pros. It wasn't a lot of players like that. Um, Just as an example, for that position, that Mm -hmm. position in itself. The only the last player I said that was special that I seen playing in college was um, Vince Young at Texas, and before him Michael Vick at Virginia wow. Tech. And I mean, Mike Michael Vick, I was blown away. Yeah, in in college, I'm like, this dude is act, this dude is <laughs> pro ready now. Yeah, you know, and but my, so I I didn't get that with obviously with Justin Herbert, but then he just steps in and. Okay. To me, what happened? Uh, d- this is the comparison I can make. Mm-hmm. I know you didn't you didn't watch college football last year, even, but I, you would still understand what I'm saying here. Justin Herbert last year is the equivalent to Justin Fields in the in the process this year, where everybody was just ragging on Justin Fields. They're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, he, he he, we really don't know if he's committed to it. We really don't know if he's got that drive to be the best or, or this, that, the other. We don't. I mean, obviously, he's got an arm. He can definitely throw it. He can definitely move. Obviously, like, and, and the, all those things are clear. But oh, he's just a product of that offense and, and that those types of things. It's like we weren't saying any of this stuff when we were watching him in college football. What? What? Why? Why are we bringing this up? Why are we saying this now? Why are we disparaging him now for for playing very well within this offense? And when I would watch Justin uh, Herbert, um, it's just like, man, this dude, he's got all the pieces. He's got all the tools. Then he comes in and he's showed everybody. I mean, he broke almost every single rookie record when it came to, to quarterback play last year. Mm-hmm. This dude was insane. And and I'm not saying that he's going to continue to do that. I don't think he's going to be the best of this. Uh, I think he's the best of that class. I don't know if he's going to be uh I think he can be a top 10 quarterback in the league. Maybe not specifically this year, but I I think I, for his career, I think he's going to be a, in the can, league, he's going to be a top 10 quarterback. If he can duplicate or play somewhere near what has happened in his first year. Not taking anything away. It's just some other factors that I that I have um Three specifically that I need to, you know, that's that giving me pause about this guy, which is answering the question or to complete the answer to the question. <clears throat> Game film in Tennessee now. Yeah. That's always going to be a thing, but we got to see that. New coach. Mm-hmm. And then sophomore slump. The, 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 the cloud of this sophomore slump. Not saying that it wouldn't necessarily hit him, but. Many, many do not pass this test in the second. Yeah. It's, it's just like a regression. But I'm just saying, I have to see, again, like like Oakland, got to put it on the field. Yeah. To I got to see but, it. But... To me, I don't care about his numbers this year. I mean, obviously, I do think that this is going to be a team that's competing for the playoffs. But that's just based off of last year, what they were able to do. And I do know that they're putting in a lot of work to just build around him specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do – I sophomore slump definitely could be a thing his numbers could definitely dip what i'm looking to see is that progression of oh he's really reading these these defenses better this year he's making decisions better this year whether they drop the ball it's it's an incomplete pass maybe whatever that doesn't matter as long as he's accurate for one 
and he you you can you can see the quick processing and the decision making that he's making behind center that to me will show me everything that I need to know about what he specifically can be because again this is the Chargers organization outside of that that quick stint with Philip Rivers where they were competing for the playoffs this is a middling franchise at best mhm so I don't know about Brandon Staley. I mean, I he had a good record wherever he was before. I can't I can't even remember where he was before. Um, but mind you, I mean, I, from what I know about him, he 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 was okay there. I I wasn't I was not tagging him to be a, a head coaching candidate uh th- this uh off season, but hey, he got the job. Cool for him. Congrats. Let's see if you do have a better offense than uh what what Lynn did uh beforehand. Um, so, wow. Um, well, he had a quite advanced, quite a, a quite interesting, uh, resume. Yeah. Um, played at John Carroll in Ohio, played at Jan, um, James Madison. Okay. Uh, Tennessee for one year, but he was a graduate assistant. Uh, <laughs> uh, Hutchinson in Kansas. He's been everywhere. Yeah, these this some of these were junior colleges, of course. Yeah, but then his first three years, he started in Northern Illinois. Okay, he got my respect. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, he just he's a, he's a, he has a very, I mean, man, goodness. He was an outside linebackers coach at the Bears for two seasons. He was the Denver Broncos outside linebacker um, coach. Yeah, and then he was defensive coordinator last year. Wow, for the Rams. The Rams. Okay. I knew he was. So, I oh, I didn't know he was still in L.A. Okay. Um, yeah. So I yeah, guess, I knew yeah. he was. I knew he was a coordinator somewhere. Uh, I but, mean, I like his his resume is fine. I mean, I, it's, it's solid. Yeah, that's a very good way of putting it. But <laughs> I don't have an. Yeah. I, I, I I don't have an issue with it. But I do think like okay, if he does have a dip, he's going from Anthony Lynn to Brandon Staley. I think that they kept the same OC, but. I could be wrong about Marty, that. I think he was there. Yeah. So maybe it, it it's all the same offensively and they can just go and run it back there. Uh, I am not the biggest fan of Austin Eckler. I, I don't really like the guys that can't play more than – I mean, running back position, nobody plays all 16 games. But I don't like guys that can't really play more than 13 games a season mm-hmm. where you're – obviously you got to sit a couple of times a year and maybe you, you only go in for a couple of drives and, and you sit for the rest of the game. Your guys are up by 1,000 and, and you don't, really don't have to worry about it. But when Austin Eckler is playing, like, just he's always every other week. It feels like he's out, or he's limited, or he he's got a snap count this week. Mm-hmm. It's like, cool, hmm. dude. Like you, you were great as the backup for Melvin Gordon. Like you, you when you didn't have to be that bell cow, fantastic. I just don't think he has a body to be every down back, and he has a talent. He just doesn't have the 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 health to be able to do that. So I do have some concerns there, but you just got to look at what they did this this prior offseason. Mm-hmm. Um, and they went out in the draft. They got Rashawn Slater. Mm-hmm. I think one of the, uh, the the other really big signing was Corey Lindsley at center. Um, and then Asante Samuel Jr. Uh, was drafted in the, in the to this team also at corner. So they've like got – Yeah, we were pretty big on their draft picks. Yeah. They, they, I mean, Rashawn Slater to me was my number one 
offensive lineman in this draft. I had him above Pinay Sewell. Right. So to me, Rashawn Slater out of Northwestern, that's going to be huge to have, especially if he can stay healthy. Uh, Corey Lindsley is one of the best centers in the league, and he just didn't want to resign with Green Bay. True. And that's all. And this is still, you you know, go, I'm circling all the way back around to my, my thoughts about Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. <laughs> Can't even say this man's name. I always struggle with his name. Yeah. Anyway, with that being said, um, it's for what this is me, what I'm assessing. Call it a hot take. Don't call it a hot take. <laughs> I think I've come to after assessing this division. I think it's quite possibly the Chargers may have the worst defense in the division. I'm not saying it's bad. It's a bad defense, but what I'm mm-hmm. saying if I had to rank them, they might be ranked last in this division and for, for their defenses. I like I like them. I don't think it's a hot take at all. Denver has an insane I'm just saying, defense. Some people may be like, "Oh no, it's got to be Vegas." Some people even say the Chiefs. I'm like, because you know mm-hmm. they think is they're hiding behind. You know, Mahomes, but I don't want to. We'll get to the Chiefs in a minute. Yeah. I, you know, I don't think so. I think, you know, and I, this, if there was, man, they won seven games last year. That was because of Herbert. You know, <laughs> so I understand what happened, but it was also no one seen them coming either. I'm like, yeah. okay, they're ready. And I'm not saying that that means you can't overcome it. It's just this whole division, I, man, I'm just waiting because I'm like, I know where my ranks are. Yeah. I understand that. But if it all got shuffled outside of one, would not surprise me. You know, it's like, because yeah. from a division standpoint, these, I think this, and this has been for quite some time, one of the best divisions in football for quite some years. Oh, yeah. I mean, AFC West just, it's, even if you're not an AFC West fan, how can you not respect and get excited for what they put out. The because West in general in the NFL has been my goodness. God. I mean, it's these are the gauntlets the wild, here. Wild West. Like they, I mean, my it's tough. goodness. Yes, and it's just you know. So when I look at two 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 asterisks yeah. losses for for the Chiefs last year, when I see it, they both came in their division, it ain't come at no surprise. You know, like I'm I'm like man, they only get I mean, they escaped with just two. Because I mean, if there's ever to be an upset. All of these divisions, even the Denver game, they can, <laughs> they can sit there and surprise you. And actually, you go out there at a mile high, can't breathe properly. All of a sudden, you don't <laughs> find yourself on the on the losing end of a 31-28 game, you know. And now, you, now you're now you going home with your head, you know, yeah. between your legs and barely can breathe. But, yeah. You know, so it's, it, it's just, but I'm trying to get a pulse for the Chargers. And as an organization, I just never have. And But he, what he did was impressive. But it's just one of those. I gotta see more. I'm sorry. I'm being. I get what you did get last that. year, but I think last year was last year. That's all I'm saying. Fair. I'm, not, I'm not saying that this guy can't play. He showed me that. I'm like, okay, uh, uh, someone that's a fluke couldn't do what he did last year. Oh no, that's not a fluke. He's he's the real, real quarterback. I, I think at at worst, he's a C plus quarterback. At worst. I give you that. I, I would. I probably would have gave him a B just for the sake of what he did. But I, I do understand what you're saying because in this, in light of everything yeah. I'm saying, that that would be fair. But if there's somebody said a B, fair. You know, it's I, mean, just- I, I think that he is. I, I think he's a B plus quarterback as it stands right now. He think I, to me, I think the biggest thing that he needs to work on is being able to read defense pre snap. Gotcha. That's, I mean, but that's every young asking, quarterback. We asking a rookie to do so much. Exactly, right? like, <laughs> like he's a rookie quarterback. And that's why I didn't say sorry, much. A year two quarterback. I, it's just like I'm, 
I don't want to preface like I'm so down on him. It's just like I'm not sure exactly. who this and, guy and is. And that's yeah. and that is a perfectly fine way to look at it. I have very I, to me, I'm ready for the next wave of quarterbacks. I so I'm very high on on these young QBs. Uh <laughs> but but I'm not saying that he's going to be the best thing. I mean, obviously, the best young quarterback out of anybody is the man who just signed a 10-year freaking deal in Patrick Mahomes in this division. He's the best quarterback in the league, period. Yeah, some people would say Josh Allen's deal. We're moving on. Well, Josh Allen's deal might be technically better by the year average. By the I think by like year three of his deal, he's supposed to have... I get it. More it's, money. I get it. But Patrick Mahomes over here signing baseball deals right now. And he I'm like, owns the Royals. He owns the the soccer team in Kansas City. About to bring Whataburger there. Like yeah, he's about to bring Whataburger, and he's trying to get one. Like if the team is going to relocate or they're going to expand the NBA, he's trying to get one in Kansas City. Like this dude is I like, I am guy. here. I love this guy. I, <laughs> <laughs> They have had a can. I mean, you can imagine an NBA team in Kansas. Hey, that's that's pre my years. I've yeah. never. That's just some stuff I read back in the record books back in the day. Like, yeah, I think we we talked about that last yeah. time we were talking about uh, basketball. <laughs> There's the Kansas City team in the record books. I was like, whoa, okay. But I it's the same thing. Like that's that's pre that's that predates me. Missouri, so. period. I, exactly. they, they don't play basketball at all. <laughs> Barely can keep a football team. You know? <laughs> can't keep a football team yeah. lost it twice <laughs> no so just with this team i i'm just like st louis by the way people yeah <laughs> pay attention um the, no I, with with the chargers though i'm just looking at them and i'm like okay he's young he definitely still has a lot to learn but mm-hmm. based off of his just raw talent alone this dude has a cannon of an arm he's very mobile and from what we've seen already, he's got a very good rapport with his with his with his team, but he's a very good leader. He's not going to shy away from the moment at all. He's he's you've already oh, got guys. Oh, I got a hot take now. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Possibly. You see what a backup quarterback is? No, I don't care. I don't think you're ever going to get any playtime. Ace Daniel. Damn. I like Chase Daniel. That's I thought you were like that. <laughs> All I'm saying, I got a hot take. We might have a quarterback controversy. <laughs> Don't even start. Uh, no, just you should not go see the light of day. No, you know, I, but I do. I think that that's huge. If he goes down, if he goes Chase down, Daniel. Oh my God, you have a you have another starter. I yeah. mean, Chase Daniels should be starting somewhere. And I'm you seen what he did hot in take. Chicago? The it was, what I'm gonna say, hot take. I'll take I'll take Chase Daniels in Washington over Ryan Fitzpatrick. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, um, I like. I, you're more down. On, I, I like Fitzpatrick for what he can do as a man, game manager right now. However, I would take. Eh, I mean, he is 35, but he but he put this guy. Ryan Fitzpatrick efficient. is like 39. <laughs> Ryan I understand, up. but but he was, he was more accomplished in his time, and he had more opportunities. He had more opportunities. Where, I was gonna say. I'm just saying, at 35, I kind of like I don't want to get super excited. Yeah. Like he only have a few more years, but he has a small window. But I'm like, his time is now, and I'm like, I like the fact that they backed him up with 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 the proper guy. Yeah, that's great. But that doesn't do anything for Chase Daniels. You know, yeah, like true. man, yeah. you could be like you saying, you be starting in Washington right about now. Yeah. And let Fitzpatrick back you up. You yeah. know, like, oh my goodness, those two on a. You chase Daniels start starting and, and Ryan Fitzpatrick backing. Oh my God, that team is lethal. <laughs> Washington, you missed your window. Yeah. <laughs> they really messed up. But to I, see that him backing them up, I was just like, oh. Yeah. They're, they're nice at quarterback, one way or the other. But yeah. Moving. But 
as I was saying, it's just uh, Herbert to me, his one flaw, if you will, is that he's young and he hasn't had an opportunity to look at all of these defenses already and, and be well-versed mm-hmm. in every single defensive playbook and in, in every defensive tell. And yeah, he gets caught up sometimes and has to take a second to think. Yeah. Understood. But he's had a, another off season just as much as, they they've got tape on him now. He's got tape on more of these other defenses as well, and he's he's been just sitting at home studying. True, but and, all of this is new. All of it, yeah, like, true. Now this is the first off season. We could say what, well, no one had one, but well, hell, he was a rookie last year. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Other people, other teams have, other defenses have, but it's it's these elements that I won't, I don't want to ignore it, and I understand. And they're in this AFC West, and it's the, just man, if you're the real deal. He'll just sort through that, and that's fine. Yeah. I just, I, I just need to see it this year. Yeah, and and to me, if he does have a, a I, I don't even want to call it regression. If he just has a year that's a, statistically worse than last year, I'm not gonna be like, oh no, we were all wrong about him, and and woe is Justin Herbert if he can ever get back to his twenty a uh, twenty self and and whatnot. No. He's a he was a rookie quarterback, like you said. They didn't have any film on him. They had no offseason to see what he could do. He was put on. He he just got thrown out there in week four, week five, um, and and just got just hit the ground. You got to go. Who and started the first few weeks? Tyra Taylor. Remember, he got stabbed in the. I thought thorn. that happened in the, before week one. I thought. I'm just saying. I thought. No, that it was happened. a couple of weeks into the season. I, I yeah, I wasn't because they didn't play Kansas City to start the season. Hmm. Okay. Because uh, I, I do distinctly remember I watched the um, Indianapolis-Minnesota game before this. Okay. And then, literally, I was like, I turned over, because it was in that midday window, turned mm-hmm. over, watched it, and I was like, that's Herbert. Where's Tyra Taylor? And I checked my phone. I was like, oh, my God. Like, it was just like I, re- I remember that vividly, mm-hmm. watching that entire situation unfold in real time. Because wow. uh, they kicked off, and then they was like, okay, Justin Herbert's trotting out. They're like, what the hell is Justin Herbert doing on the field? Wasn't right. ready for it. Uh, but to me, yes, he's second year. There's been He's been through a lot. He's only played so many games. And, and yes, if he's statistically worse, that's fine. As long as, again, what I'm looking for Justin Herbert in year two is not to win the division for one. If he can make it to the playoffs, awesome. That That's just a plus. All I want to see out of Justin Herbert now that you're, you've you've actually built around him, mm-hmm. I want to see specifically if you can make better reads pre-snap and during the play and if he can continue having the, the accuracy and getting that to closer to 70% than closer to 60%, I'm happy. I'm happy to see just that that progression alone, because those are the, the to me the only two real flaws in his game. Got it. So, I'm I, I like the, the situation LA has. I do think that they're going to be close and they're going to be in that 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 fight for that uh, that wild card spot. Um, but we all know who's winning the division. <laughs> and let's talk about it. And let's let you you fanboy out over here. <clears throat> All right. Well, <laughs> we already know who's coming in at number one in the AFC, not just the AFC West. <laughs> I just blew up the rest of the divisions. Oh, by the way, they're number one in my power because they're number one in the NFL Absolutely. to me. <laughs> I, I got them number one in the West. Yeah. I, I, I put them at number two out of just this <laughs> sentimental respect that I'm going to give Tampa Bay just at the beginning of the year. And I'm just that. And I'm done after <laughs> this. When week one starts, bro. <laughs> 
it's a shakeup at one. So I'm just I'm just giving them their respect because they took advantage of a situation. Yeah. <laughs> Called the Super Bowl. And come on, man. They're running away with this. This 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 top to bottom. <laughs> Offensively, nothing needs to be said. We're gonna come back to it anyway. Yeah. But their defense, which I think the league and a lot of people around around the league, especially, you know, in general, have slept on this defense. Like they are a complete team. Um, I, which, I, which, which you rarely see teams with a high-powered offense and a good defense. Yeah, you usually the defense is just suffering, and that is just not the case. And yeah. they, this team is, for as long as I've been watching Andy Reid coach, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, what in the world was you doing in Philadelphia? Man? <laughs> you had every opportunity to do that in Philadelphia, and he just didn't. You yeah, know, he was like, uh, he would flicker here well, and there. From what's happening in Philadelphia right now, they've they've got some issues. So I I it wouldn't be surprised if they got in the way. So. And, 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 and you know it is what it is. But um, come on, man. I mean, it, they spent the whole off season like, look here, y'all. We ain't got to improve nothing, but where our issue is, offensive line. They went out there and got two offensive lines. So they, and I I draft. literally wrote this down. They went from the most injured, worst backup offensive line situation. To, to me, the very best offensive line situation in the entire league. There is no other team that is this deep at offensive line. No, they because they I think they have made it a point to say this will never, never happen again. Ever happen again <laughs> to us. And you, you like for them to have to lose what they lose now, it no one can fault them, and it would be the most ridiculous, unheard of thing ever. That how did you lose? Damn near twelve offensive linemen. You know, it's just and if that's the case, there's a problem going on in the NFL. We need to yeah. look at the rules again, and because this player safety is not in in play. Now let's move away from all that fictitious nonsense. <laughs> um, the, as competitive as the division is, we already know Kansas City's running away with this one. Yeah, the, the, the AFC West. Look, there's 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 six there's there's, there's going to be six seats at the table at the, in the playoffs. They got the number one seat. There's seven, because uh, they got the number one seat. Yeah. There are seven. There's yeah. six other teams. Yeah, that's all I'm there's, just saying. There's six seats waiting on the rest of the. Eight. There's 15 guys playing for six seats, basically. Yeah. So it's because number one is locked up. It's Kansas City, hands down. Um, from I mean, from them. I mean, uh, where do we want to start? Do we want to start on offense or the defense? Let's just. I, I mean, you choose. So. I'll just go through their additions and subtractions. Let's start with what they lost because they they got go right some pretty not not big ones. I I think they lost what they needed to. They they trimmed the fat to me. Like they they they, they cleaned up the roster with who they let they let go. I will say the biggest one being Eric Fisher. That's a big loss. Yes. Left tackle Eric Fisher gone. He, staple of this of Kansas City, the, the face of the offensive line in Kansas City. Yep. You lost him, and and that's big. Um, but then. Sammy Watkins, wide receiver. Thank you for your service. I bid you adieu. Uh, no Brashad Beeland. No, no self-respecting Chiefs fan really felt the sting of that. It was kind of like, all right, you know, because his last year, he was non-existent. It's basically saying, bye, Sammy Watkins. Hi, we still have Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, right. uh, Pringle, and, uh, and and Hardman. Like, we, we, we're good. Like, bye. Like, see you later. Exactly. <laughs> they, they still got an insane receiving core. Hands, like, I, I'm, they, they are not worried about that position. Now, I can't forget the burner. I don't think you mentioned him. 
Who? <clears throat> Pringle? Pringle's the up and coming one. Marcus Robinson. Oh, Robinson's still over there. Yeah. The burner. Yeah. Well, uh, he, the burner is Tyree Kill. So. <laughs> huh? Oh, it's a cheetah. That, that was the whole point. That's why they were the Legion of Zoom. Yeah. It's like, which I don't understand why they kept throwing Sammy Watkins in that. Like, dude, you're the slowest one of the bunch. You see? He's slower I mean, than Pringle. Just, he was just a starter. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> when they did that, they was. He's just as slow as Travis Kelsey. <laughs> they, would, they would lump him in there, but did you notice that he's the one that's not there? Yeah. Exactly. He's not fast. Pringle was the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. They, they're all burners, but I mean, you know, he's no Tyreek Hill, but. He's right behind Demarcus Robinson's like right behind him. If is he? I, I thought Demarcus Hardman Robinson was the other fast one. Because whenever I watch him, I'm like, okay, it was him too. Because those two, because whenever we would see them playing, it's Hardman on one side and Tyreek Hill on the other. They're both going down the field. What the it literally looked like whenever Patrick Mahomes snapped the ball, just Hardman and Tyreek Hill were having a race. Let me say what like, the problem was. And that was true. The issue was Demarcus Robinson and and um, Hardman kept coming in for each other gotcha. and they kept leaving Sammy Watkins out there. That was the difference. Uh, so, oh, so you got to see all three of them on the field this play. year. Yeah. Now they are. And then you add in. There Pringle. is no defense outside of, okay, I will say this, outside of Denver's de- defensive backing core, I don't think there's, not that they can keep up with them, just the fact that they have so many DBs that they could they could throw out in a nickel package. They could just try to just, just try to mitigate the speed that this. <laughs> I seen what just happened here. You brought that up. Denver equivalency has did the equivalency to what <laughs> Kansas City did with the offensive line. They like we're gonna get every defensive back known to man to try to stop this one team, and we got bodies. So we gonna throw everybody. This Very is, smart is, Denver, but it, it is a hundred percent what everybody used to do in the East when they were playing against LeBron. It's just like I don't care about anybody else on this floor. Basically. We are on you. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like you're not gonna beat us. You know, let every other, all eleven other guys can whoop our tails, but you're not gonna beat us. But that's yeah, tough. it's so yeah. That's why a lot of people are down on Demarcus Robinson. It was I don't like the way they used him last year. That's they, fair. They was using him sparingly. And, I mean, when but, you got three thousand different receivers, this happens. Yeah, but he's now <laughs> the number three guy. If not, so the are we still two. leaving Pringle as the number four? That's you know because I, I like Pringle. That's I, I, the beauty of this damn do- offense. They're four deep technically, <laughs> so it's like I think they just they got four cheap. legit starters. To me, and I mean, if you want to say Pringle's a number two and he he's a bench player, I get that. But to me, the, he if he the, was at anywhere else, he's he's like to me, he'd be what Darnell Mooney is in Chicago. Right, right. And where is he? Where's Pringle at? What's this year three or year two? Damn three. Three and yeah. he's six one, so he's 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 more of a big, you know, he's one of the big, he he's the, he's taking that Sammy Watkins role type. It just is his size. Not he's not huge, but I mean, you you you've seen Tyreek Hill, yeah, ain't well, like five two. Yeah, Tyreek Hill is tiny, <laughs> <laughs> and, and apparently he's actually about to have a race with well, Usain Bolt. Him at five ten, but I don't believe that. But really, yeah, he's trying to get the apparently, and it's actually a pretty big bet that they're putting on it. Um. Tyreek Hill is putting a wager of his Super Bowl ring, and Usain Bolt is putting a wager of one of his Olympic gold medals. Whoever wins gets 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 the gold or gets the the trophy. How many gold medals do Usain Bolt have? Uh, he has at least nine because he did the he did the triple triple. No, yeah, he did the triple triple in the last three uh, 2016, 2012, and twenty uh, two thousand eight. I'm gonna be very clear about this. Ain't no one gold medal gonna equal 
to equivalency of one Super Bowl. Right? Agreed. I'm like, dude, you got to go ahead. You got to not not when you saying Bolt's gold. Like uh, somebody from like the Philippines that got a gold. Yeah, that that's that's pretty impressive. Right. I'm like, <laughs> not you saying Bolt. I'm like, yo, where's the other four medals at? You know, before I even <laughs> fork over this one ring, I'm like, and if I'm Tyreek Hill, I'm gonna duplicate because I'm keeping my ring. I'm never giving my. Are you serious? Yeah, man? they're doing a 70 meter race. When is this? I they there's no it literally it happened. That Usain Bolt responded seven hours ago, mm-hmm. and he said that he's in because Tyreek Hill's been kind of talking at a wall this whole time, yeah, and putting stuff up on Twitter, and he ended up uh, Usain Bolt finally responded to it, saying that he would be interested in a seventy meter race since Usain Bolt's uh, hundred meters is kind of his bread and butter. Yep, forty yard dash is Tyreek Hill's. Let's meet in the middle. Let's do seventy. Hmm. Which okay. interesting. Uh, and but th- that's literally as far as it's gone so far as that one person's been saying one thing, Usain Bolt finally responded today. Got it. And oh, wow, just for depth purposes, I mean we've been naming all yeah. these weapons, and there's an Antonio Callaway that's that they added. He to went it. over to Kansas City. My goodness, <laughs> they are five deep, and we haven't even gotten to the tight ends. Yeah. Did they get another tight end? Well, they drafted one. Um, oh, did they? I didn't even realize. I didn't look that deep into the draft for them. Um, yeah, Noah Gray from Duke. Wow. Okay. Well, let's talk about I'm some just, of their I additions. Okay, I'm done. Look, <laughs> can we just get to the chase? They went in the Super Bowl this year. I'm sorry. I don't get. They're my favorites. Yeah, because Tampa Bay is not going back. I'm just gonna. I'm throwing it out there right I, now. I and I think I said this last week when we talked about the NFC South. I do not have Tampa winning the NFC and by any means. Right. I don't I do not believe they that will they will be the able to go through that gauntlet again. Right. I think they'll win a division. I do believe I think that, that they'll, they'll go to the playoffs, but they're going to get railroaded. They might even get the number one seed and get that bye. Right. That and that's perfectly fine by me, especially when you have a second place schedule since you let uh, New Orleans beat you last year. Right. I mean, you might get to the NFC championship possibly because you only had to win one game. If they get the true, first seed. True, yeah. I'm just saying there's a possibility. But all I'm saying is you're not getting out of that conference Cause, championship Because to me, what's going to happen is is that my favorites to win the NFC, I think I don't think I've stated this before. No, I wasn't trying to get into predictions. But go ahead. Finish your thought. I think that it's going to be a little bit of an upset when L.A. beats them in the in the divisional round. The Chargers? No, okay. no, the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Rams might will beat them in the division round because the Rams and we'll get into them next week. Yes, they are in a very tough division. They're going to. They're everybody in this division is going to be knocking each other off. But I, I'm really high on the Rams and Matthew Stafford and them going in there. They'll be in that like four seed range. I think that whoever wins that division is probably going to be the four seed just based off of everybody beating each other. And then boom, you're looking at, um. A, a second round matchup between the number one and the number four. I, I think that in, in the divisional round, we might see Tampa get upset by a, a very hungry Matthew Stafford and LA Rams where that team will just be able to take, take them on. Now, what I will say is AFC is a gauntlet as well this year for, mm. for sure. Right. I mean, especially if Indianapolis is getting Carson Wentz back very soon, this is going to be one of the toughest roads back to the to the Super Bowl ever. So, if they can go ahead and win that that entire uh, conference, 
which I do think that they could with with the way that their roster is. My only concern with this team is, and I've I've said it to this this to you multiple times. I just have an issue with their de- defensive back situation. De- de- defensively as a whole, their front seven is amazing, and and I have mm-hmm. no problem with that. It's just I feel like it might be a Dallas situation where you can get thrown on. Obviously, they have one of the better safeties in the league uh, with, with uh, Honey Badger over there. He's actually a cornerback. They're listening at corner? That's right. This year, like, maybe they swap, swap him. I thought he was a, maybe they swapped was a safety. Him. Yeah, to me, he's a, he Play he safe. plays safety, and he he, <laughs> play, right. he plays strong safety because he comes down and plays linebacker a lot. Yeah, and that's probably what he's gonna still play. I just, he's just—I think he's prototypically a cornerback, but he doesn't play corner to, with with Kansas City at all. No, and not—I mean, especially when they had Breland over there. There's no way, there's no reason to put him there. Mm-hmm. Uh, now maybe this year they are transitioning him into that, but then they have no safeties to me. So like, picked up Will Parks from Denver. Doesn't do it for me. I'm just, just like I said, they, they, did, a, they did not. But like I'm saying, yeah. that that just with that alone, I mean, that's a weak defensive back situation right now not saying that they that they, that's going to be the detriment of this team because i you're going to have to outscore this, this team for they sure did get four rookie dvs though i mean they, they I, I mean i understand we're still in training camp and but I, yeah and i don't know if these rookies can come in and just step in and just right. be that dude Oh my God. I am kind of, I really like Nick Bolton. You definitely upgraded your linebacking core for sure with Nick Bolton. Um, and I, again, you, you got Creed Humphrey in the, in the draft as well. So, and he's one of my favorite centers in the draft. Charvavius Ward, you know, I mean, along with the honey badge. I mean, they got a few, like, yeah. And it, as I but you it, were saying, in well, fairness, yeah, this is the, tr- that's this their be whole the trickiest part is this defensive backfield. And that's always been my, I mean, as a fan, I've had an issue with Yeah. Why in the hell, after you put up 48 points and I look over and they got 35? Yeah. What, what in the world <laughs> is going on here, man? I'm like, did y'all not even a shootout team. It was like, why are you allowing the, you know, the defense just kind of just. But that's they, also they when they, they didn't have linebackers play. and they didn't have a defensive line. Their defense was a, was a problem before. Now True. their defense, like you said, is good. My only concern is the defensive back situation. And I don't want it to look like Dallas where oh, you're putting up 48 points like you were saying. And it's like, okay, well, we're still on edge because they just keep dropping bombs over us. Right, and if Justin Herbert is that dude in the division twice a year, he's going to have a field day with those DB, DBs. Exactly. So oh. that's my only concern. But to me, I even with that concern being like, and I actually have a true, like, okay, they, they can really get beat here type of feel. Whereas you were looking at it, it was like, well, they got guys, they can put somebody there. They just need to put a body there. That's fine. And if that's the case, if it's not as glaring as, as it looks to me, as it stands right now t- today, before we play, even play the first preseason game, mm-hmm. then I, I will take my lumps and I still will say, Hey, Kansas city, I have them in, I have them winning the AFC. I have them winning the Super Bowl this year. So it just uh, I'm not saying that it's going to be their detriment. It's just a concern that I have, and and it, and it's a very fair one because uh, it has been a concern over the last several years, which is, I think, is what what the consensus or you know that when people look at their defense, it's kind of like oh I guess they're okay even because you're looking you know we're we're, we're used, used to, to seeing be them giving up that. the big play, yeah, and I'm like but. Okay, take away those few big plays. They there's a lot of plays. They're making stops, and you know. And this is the reason why I think that this team is even like th- this team. To me, for the most part, is set up 
and the only reason why I have Buffalo so close to them is because of the DB situation. Mm-hmm. But when they have a front seven like they do, their rival in the AFC is who? Baltimore. Exactly. Your front seven is so good, and I, that's the reason why I don't think that they've been ever, ever able to beat they Kansas have, City. They have one more rival, but um, they're not. I don't think it's going to be one this year. Um, it's Pittsburgh. It just, well, yeah, but I, it, but it, go ahead. I, I don't want to try to change the subject. It was just, but, but to me, since Patrick Mahomes has take taken the helm, Pittsburgh's not really a, a threat in my opinion. Not in the playoffs, regular season. I don't. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, no, no, you, you, you can get got any day. There's, no, no. <laughs> there's a there, there, there's this Kansas City issue I have where Kansas City, as great as they are, there's no rhyme or reason about their success and their failures in regards to whether they play at home or on the road. Because they are notorious for, you know, going on the road. They need to go on the road and, and, and you know, snatch a win. Yeah. But will go home and just lay an egg for some yeah. reason or another. It's like, why in the world, when it comes, when it's the biggest game on the stage and a team comes to your home, more times than not, they lose that game, which makes no, it's <laughs> completely against the grain. Like, and that's why I brought up Pittsburgh, because Pittsburgh seems to have their number in Kansas City for some strange reason. Mm. Like, why can't y'all beat this team at home? I just don't. And, gotcha. and it does not even matter what type of Pittsburgh team comes out there. It's just something. Just that which stigma, is an issue with me with, with, with their with with Pittsburgh's coach because it's like if you can coach like that, why are you not coaching all your games that way? Because you seem like you go all out for Kansas City and then you just. <laughs> We're good, you know, next man up nonsense, you know, anywhere let else. Let Baltimore walk all over you. Right. You know, no no question. <laughs> when Kansas City is beating Baltimore. Hell, now you're about to let Cleveland do it, you know. <laughs> if not, Cincinnati might snag one from you this year. You know, and I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't know? be. I, Cincinnati is 100% not a, on board. Cincinnati is not a, not a, not a, not a, there, there's no doormat in that league. If there is, it's Pittsburgh. You know? Yeah. And that's the point, you know. So, yeah, it's, it's, this is a new day in, in that division, but. Back to the West and back to the Chiefs specifically, as you were saying, that yeah, that will be it. it they their defensive backfield, and you you you've harped on it more times than I have. I yeah. just don't even want to talk about yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> which like, I get. It, it's I, I mean, because it, to me, it's the same thing with Chicago's defense. Their DB situation is is right. not, it, and Chicago's is worse. Hmm. Yo, yeah, that's true. So, like, I'm just like, okay, let's, I, I. <laughs> I just don't see I, – I see that being if, – if they're going to get beat anyway, it's going to be through attacking the defensive backs of Kansas City. Gotcha. Um, I will say this. Back to a quick thing that we were talking about earlier. Tyreek Hill is actually 5'10". I uh, <laughs> that's insane. I did, I did not know he was that tall. I, 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 mean, I said it really quick, but I was like, I don't think he's that tall. I mean, personally, but okay. – I mean, for the NFL, 5'10", it's very short, but – Short in any in, a, in any major sport, technically. Well, but, yeah, true. Um, but yeah, they say five ten. I mean, I, I could they always lie about it too. So he could actually be five eight. Seven, five, eight <laughs> you know, about my height. But that's fine. I mean, teach his own. I mean, that's fine. But no, but what I was gonna off of that subject. It's mm-hmm. again, like I said, that is the only hole that I see, and I don't see it being the thing that's going to stop them from winning a Super Bowl. Um. Wherever, like you said, they got guys, they've got bodies, so I'm I'm not concerned. It to a a point where they're going to lose a lot of games. I mean, let's just talk about records here. I have them at 14 and three. Like this team, I got them at 13 and four. Hmm. 
I, I have them in the best record of all the NFL, and I had two other teams at thirteen and four. So I had to put them another. I got to give them another win. I, I wanted to. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's just it, it was for the very thing I've said. They they have this tendency of dropping a home game. Mm-hmm. You know, um, looked at their schedule. Look, I said thirteen and four. Look, if they come out of here 15 seventeen and, two, and zero, I won't be surprised. <laughs> you ain't hear nothing out of me. Sixteen and one. Okay. Like I said, they're winning the Super Bowl. This I, team is that good. I, I'm not excited right now. I'm, I'm really composed because I'm like, I'm just at the point where this has become a new norm for me. So now, like <laughs> a year three, more mature. Like, yeah, we're winning the Super Bowl. Like, you ain't hear me say that the last couple of years. I've just been kind of like, like I just, I mean, yeah, they're good. You know, <laughs> I don't want to jinx it. Screw that. I'm like, man, you know, and I would say let's bring on Tampa Bay, but I'm like, no, I don't think so because. You know, I had a nice little magical run last year, and that's great. But you know, y- y'all time's done. So I, I would I say, if they I don't beat care it. for that bringing it back nonsense yeah. and that wizardry nonsense y'all just pulled off anyway. And I want that <laughs> to blow up right in their face. So now they got to eat all that money at yeah. the end of the day with no with no title. So I yeah, I really don't see them winning the title this year, um, especially not against Kansas City, but even against any other team that comes out of the AFC, mm-hmm. um, whether it's Buffalo. Baltimore, Cleveland, Indianapolis, the Chargers. Like I, I really don't see Tampa Bay. I, first of all, I don't, like I said, I don't even see them getting to the Super Bowl, but I don't mm-hmm. see them winning it either. Um, so, man, I this is a like you said. I think this is one of the this is the second toughest division in this in this conference to me. Mm-hmm. Maybe the third toughest in all of football, though. I can see that. That's fair. So, yeah, very accurate. I just this talking about what the um, AFC AFC North or AFC North. Okay, I was making sure AFC North to me is the second. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm saying AFC. I'm thinking NFC as I'm saying AFC, but I'm thinking NFC West or NFC NFC West is the toughest. Gotcha. AFC North, I think, is a little bit more tough than this this division, and then it's this one. AFC. That's fair. That's fair because you would say something like, oh, the NFC East. What? <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. Uh, well, I, but I guess the only other division that I think would actually rival the AFC West is the NFC North. NFC North, I think, is sneaky, sneaky. That's the one on the rise. Yeah. This is going to be a division that's going to be very tough to, to compete in. I don't think Green Bay is going away even after Aaron Rodgers leaves. Not necessarily. And I yeah, that would be interesting to see what happens with that in the off season and they're they gonna even wanna Depending on this Kelamon situation in Minnesota and whoever might be the successor to Kirk Cousins, mm-hmm. they they could be a very tough team. I, I like the core that uh the Lions have for the most part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh they they've they've made some strides in the last couple of years that I'm I'm not enamored with, but I, I am like, okay. I can see where you're going with a couple of these pieces. Um, and obviously, you know where I'm at with Chicago. Um, I, I think that they, they have a potential of actually winning the division, depending on what Justin Fields My is. My question is, if you get cut, what, what, what color is your blood? Is it blue or is it orange? I'm just curious. Does <laughs> it come both. out in a swirl? <laughs> <laughs> I am a diehard Bears fan, and I do. But, I again, I think I'm the biggest critic of them, and I do think that they have they're, – they're a quarterback away. So whatever – whether yeah, honestly the I I don't understand and we'll get into this in a couple of weeks. I don't understand the bear slander when we know Andy Dalton is better than Nick Foles and Trubisky combined. Mm-hmm. So if they were a quarterback away, which we were all saying last year, 
and they've got a better quarterback, whether it's Justin Fields or Andy Dalton. True. Why are we talking about them like they're going to be less than 500 this year? Because we, we said this way, I mean, man, I don't even know what episode it was, way back in <laughs> early this year or what. The Bears just don't get no freaking respect <laughs> in the media. It, Never. It, they're, they're, they're like the walking punchline. And I'm not even understanding why. Like, is it the whole spoof on dub bears? Is it any of that type of nonsense? Which is, you know, that's for us, for Bears fans. Yeah. That ain't got nothing to do with the rest of you all. And like the fact is we just taking up the airways with this. You know, <laughs> you don't have a fan base to even have characters like this. <laughs> I mean, we're we're one of the historical pillars, you know. That's what we do. And yet this whole new school, new wave of just NFL want to just do away. Yeah. We're not going anywhere. The Bears are going to be there whether they win a Super Bowl or not. They're going to always be a storyline. But again, the media always wants to spin it. They just want it to be the butt end of somebody's joke for some strange reason. And I'm like, you know what? Joke's on y'all with this Justin Fields thing. Because I'm like, you all screwed up. Oh, I don't know. It's just, we were not ever supposed to get this guy. The fact that we got it made it even t- a hundred times better. Like we pulled off something in. I think this is the was biggest draft day steal right. of all time. We the Bears are just never think in about, position to do just this. Think about the draft picks that we Chicago gave up next year's first round and Kadarius Tony for Justin Fields. Sorry, I will take that any day of the week. Next year's first round pick in Kadarius freaking Tony, a dude that I don't think is going to pan out in this league. Yeah, that remains to be. <laughs> you went to the you went to the Giants. I mean, that alone, and you ain't even have to say Kadarius Tony. It's just where he went. And I'm you're just... sitting behind Kenny Galladay. And still, and still. Slater over there. And 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 Shepard. He's still there. Yeah. God, geez. I mean, they got some okay. I don't. We get. We talking all about these other. <laughs> The Chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> That's just... Well, uh, I, we, I think we harped on it enough. They're winning the league. Like This team is, again, barring any injuries, this is the <sighs> team to beat. Like, this yes. team is... In, like you said, you respectfully put Tampa Bay number one. I said... Well, week one. Uh, yeah, I said, <laughs> screw the, the, the respect factor of it. Who is the better roster today? It's Kansas City. They had a better offseason. They had the better team last year. They just did not have the line. Uh, yeah, that was it. And then, like, I mean, yeah, I would say let's run it back. But I'm like, no, I don't think you all deserve to be back there to run yeah. it back. It's just sorry, Tampa. So move. Did they on. play them throughout the season at all? Because uh, if you can get that revenge game out in the regular season, that's fine. <laughs> right. You don't need it to be the Super Bowl. Let's just beat you in the regular season. Let's keep it moving. I don't think they do because they're not a second place. Nope. Yeah. Get Cleveland, but we don't get them. Damn. Football team. Get Tennessee. Mm. Coming to the highlights. Of course, they gave us the Packers. Yeah, that's that inter interdivisional number one. I like that Dallas one. I really would like to see. Uh, this is just me. I would love to see these two teams play in the Super Bowl. Dallas and Kansas City. No. That's on my list. So you I mean, know, Dallas is a Dallas. franchise. Yes, talk- this Dallas team. This yeah, I'm, this, this team, no, no. absolutely not. As you were saying, <laughs> I'm saying as a franchise, that would have been, especially after what happened last year. It just, they're on the list. Yeah. Of course, I would love to see the Chiefs and the Bears in the Super Bowl. That, that is, that that would be a dream Super Bowl for me. But my other one was Dallas. That, I just, I like how those. Pat Mahomes versus Russell Watson. <laughs> <laughs> Seattle was the other one. That I did okay. have that. That was because when 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 Russ uh, that was could be cooking, this year. When Russ was cooking, yeah. I was like, 
Because you go imagine Russ versus uh, has that even happened yet? Have we seen Russ versus Kansas City yet? I don't think so. I'm well. I'm sure he had to play him at some point, but I don't. I don't think. Well, he's only have had recent. two years of starting or three years now. We're we're, we're researching. <laughs> I don't know. If you, I haven't seen them yet, so I mean, that that's just me. I mean, I don't care who it is. For me, the Bears making it to the conference championship. Anytime in the next three years, I'll be enamored. I will say in the next five years, be on the lookout. Chicago is going to be a, a sneaky. They did. I remember this. Oh, what game was that? Uh, this was in this um, this December of 2018, if I'm not mm. mistaken. Yeah. Pat, well, Patrick Mahomes was there. And they Seattle won 38-31. Ooh. Let me get the true date on this one. Just give me a second. What I was gonna Where's just going? what I was saying is I will say in the next five years keep a lookout for Chicago being a sneaky sneaky Super Bowl candidate because this team is a lot better than I think a lot of people realize and we'll get into it in the in the in the preview um, like the Chargers like the Denver Broncos a little bit better than Oakland um, I th- or Vegas um, I think Chicago has a very very bright future with the draft picks that they've had i i still really like Nagy as a head coach and i still really like um just the 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 core defensive structure that that the bears have so hmm. i did think we could be looking at week 20 no it was in 2020 is what i was thinking. oh wow okay i do not remember that game at all for some reason I'm not seeing it. Don't mind me. I'm getting some <laughs> some very troubling information here. Which no, December twenty third, twenty eighteen was the last time. That that's they played what I, I wasn't sure it was an eighteen. I kind of faintly remember that game, but I think this is it. If I'm not mistaken, this is Patrick Mahomes' rookie year. Oh, so maybe he didn't even play. Right. No, no, no. This has to be the you. I'm. Don't ask me why I'm drawing a blank on this game. It's just so long ago. I'm just, but no, this yeah. wasn't a thing back then. No, this was, was his second. Thing. This is his second season. This is the year after he sat. So this is his first when year he playing. playing. Yeah, right. It wasn't a thing yet. So, but yet, yeah, he was a thing at this time because he had freaking fifty touchdowns this year. Bad December. Uh, by the end of the season, he ended up with fifty. He was he was over forty at this point. I mean, he was doing a Justin Herbert thing, but you know, but I, my point being is. Russell Wilson was established as that. Oh, yeah, It's not sure. the whole – he was not Patrick Mahomes as we know him right now. You know what I'm saying? He was just this fresh, young sensation that was just – and that was fine, but it was. It just it wasn't – it did not hold the magnitude as to how we look at his, Look at him if you hear the name Mahomes today, you know. I'm going to just say this. I, this is completely off topic, but this stat line for this game, this had to be one of the best games of the entire year. Patrick Mahomes, 273, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Russell Wilson, 271, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Chris Carson, 27 carries for 116 yards, two touchdowns. Damian Williams, 13 carries for 103 yards, no touchdowns. Receiving huh. rise, Tyreek Hill, 4 for 74. Travis Kelsey, 5 for 54. Chris Conley, a 3 for 54. Damian Williams, 7 for 37. Uh, 
Man. He just hit everybody. Kendrick West, two for 37. Demarcus Robinson, two for 17. Then the last three all had touchdowns. Seahawks. Got it to everybody. everybody Doug, Bald- Doug Baldwin was still in the league. Seven for 126 and a you touchdown. That guy, people? Man, he was. That, oh, he that, was on my team this year. That's Tyler Tyreek Hill, now. four for 99, no touchdowns. Ed Dixon. Ed Dixon. Jesus Christ. Dixon. Three for 19 and a touchdown. Nick Vinette. Two for eleven in a touchdown. This man, that was a that was a highlight fest. Nothing going on YouTube and check <laughs> this game back. I, I faintly remember watching this game because it was. I think I must have. This, this game must have not like been able to change other guards. It yeah. was really putting Mahomes kind of on the map, but Seattle came out with the victory. That was the thing. Gotcha. <laughs> so at the end of the day, Russ cooked. <laughs> yeah, know? but so did so did Mahomes. So yeah, he did. But that's one of the again, 38-31. Oh, and this was on Sunday night football as well. This was a night game. Mm. So I must have watched this game. Never mind. All right. Well, let's call this. uh, Do you have a question of the day or no? No, I I don't, unfortunately. All right. Um, For the West. Yeah. Uh, Wow. No, I don't. (laughs) Uh, I guess my question would be MVP of the division Justin Herbert Patrick Mahomes where do you think those guys feel, fall within that race leave it at that I want to I just want to know what everybody else's take is on Justin Herbert and how he compares within this division again I don't think he's better than him but MVP wise anybody can win MVP so uh, and the, rank the defenses oh yeah rank the defenses too actually it, let's make that the question of the day defensive ranked in order for the AFC West because they Again, I, I'm a, I'm on the board with you. All of these are top half of the league defenses to me. Exactly. But the question is, which one's the worst? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want to say it, within the division. All right. Which one out of these four are the, is the worst defense uh, in this AFC West? want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, do please go follow us over on Twitter at the underscore square pod. And like, rate, subscribe, and share the podcast. I will harp on that every week. We want to continue to grow. We love making these videos and, and, and these podcasts for you. So uh, we just want to make sure that you guys love listening to them. So Red let Kingdom. us know. Red Kingdom. <laughs> All right. We'll catch you guys in the next one. Good night.